three can keep a secret if two of them are dead. Have You Seen Me seamlessly picks up where Gossip Girl leaves off, but with more sex, more lies, and more dead bodies a la How to Get Away with Murder and You. When a coveted member of a group of entitled yet ambitious 20-somethings goes missing, their deadly secret is threatened to be exposed. But the real question is, who will be next? Read Have You Seen Me by creator Candy Washington on Amazon Kindle Vela or listen and subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome to Sugar Pills, a practical guide to self-care. Where your host, writer, actor, and producer Candy Washington helps you live a more joyful life with a cheeky dash of pop culture news. Be sure to subscribe, leave a five-star review, and join the conversation on Instagram at Candy Washington. Let's go. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Sugar Pills, a practical guide to self-care. As always, I am your host, Candy Washington, and I am so honored to help you lead a more joyful life. So before we dive into today's episode, which is all about how to raise your self-esteem, I'm going to give you some practical tools that you can start using today to glow up mentally and raise your self-esteem and start getting everything you want in life. So if you need more support with that, you can book some one-on-one coaching with me. You can grab our Create Your Dream Life course. We also have the self-love journal and, of course, our VIP Facebook group. Go ahead and join us there. But everything is linked below in the description box. Everything is linked in the show notes. So be sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel, subscribe to the podcast, like the video, comment below, and share this with a friend because that really, really helps us out. So now that we have all of that out of the way and without further ado let's dive into today's episode which is how to raise your self-esteem so let's start out with what is self-esteem right like what does that mean it's a buzzword but what does it really mean i define self-esteem as the way in which you regard yourself how do you see yourself what space do you hold for yourself How do you estimate your value and your worth? How do you regard yourself? How do you regard your value? So do you have low regard for yourself? That's low self-esteem. You disregard your feelings. You disregard your wants and your needs. You lowball your value and your worth. You're seeking validation outside of you. Or do you have a high regard for yourself, right? You take into consideration how you feel. You take into into consideration what your abilities are, what your potential is, what your wants and needs are. You look inside yourself for your validation rather than outside of yourself because you have a high regard for you. So think of it this way. When it comes to looking inside of yourself or outside of yourself for how you feel about yourself, your esteem of yourself, the way in which you regard yourself. We usually tend to look to people, places, or things that we think are an authority or an expert or we hold in high esteem or high regard, right? So say you want to learn how to lose weight. You might go to a personal trainer who has a lot of reviews and they're a celebrity trainer. They're held in high esteem. So you're going to this person for guidance on something because you think that they are an authority. You think you hold their opinion in high regard. But how often do we look inward to be the authority on ourselves? How often do we look inward because we hold our own guiding system in high regard? Having esteem of yourself is holding yourself in a high regard. So what you think is meaningful, what you want is meaningful, your your potentiality, your capabilities, you know, your looks, your whatever. And by looks, I don't mean like, oh, hot or not. I just mean like how you feel about yourself. So to me, self-esteem is the way in which you regard yourself. Low regard or disregard, that's low self-esteem. High regard, that's high self-esteem. I regard myself highly 
Therefore, I honor myself. I respect myself. I have esteem of myself. I estimate my value to be high and worthy. So that's kind of how I look at, high, at, at what self-esteem is. So let's talk about a few ways to raise our self-esteem. Raise the way in which you regard yourself. Hey, everybody. Hey, vodka. Oh, no. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yes, absolutely. Hey, vodka. That's right, you guys. If you want to come and join the conversation, definitely join my YouTube channel. It is linked below in the description box and in the show notes. Be sure to subscribe and hit that notification bell so you get notified when we go live and you can join our conversation. So, hey, vodka. All right, you guys. So, let's get into it. Let's talk about a couple of practical things that you can start doing today if you want to have high self-esteem. Actually, let me take one step back real quick. Let's talk about a couple of things that show us that we might need more self-esteem or we need to increase our self-esteem or our higher self-esteem. Because I'll tell you a personal story for me. Years ago, if you would have asked me if I had low self-esteem, I would have scoffed. I'd be like, oh, no, what are you talking about? Of course I have high self-esteem. Of course I have high self-worth. Of course I have, I'm confident in myself. But that was all BS. Not because I was lying, but because I didn't understand what true self-esteem was. I was thinking that my self-esteem was all the things that I was showing and doing and proving, like, oh, I got really great grades. Oh, I could, um, I went to a really great school. You know, I had friends, I had family, I had all of these things. But inside, I was getting my value and my worth. I was getting how I felt about me. I was getting how I regarded myself from the grades I got, from what my friends thought of me, from what my family said about me, from what I looked like from what I could do, show, and prove, you know? So I wasn't getting how I felt about myself from within. So if you find yourself like me, where how you feel about you is always contingent upon what you're doing, what you're providing, what you're giving, someone's opinion, someone choosing you, someone not choosing you, uh, what society says, what Instagram says, what TikTok says, what your ex-boyfriend, what your ex-girlfriend says, that is a big sign that you have low self-esteem. It means that you are disregarding your intrinsic, your divine value, your divine worthiness that no one can give nor no one can take. You're disregarding that. You're having a low regard for your intrinsic value. And instead, you're looking to everything outside of you to dictate how you feel about you. So that is a sign that you have low self-esteem. So let's talk about how we can get that self-esteem up. And sometimes we have low self-esteem because we just think negatively about ourselves. Someone once said something to us and and we internalized it. You know, we look at Instagram or magazines and we don't feel good about ourselves. Or maybe we had a parent or a teacher or a sibling who talked poorly to us or whatever the case may be, right? There are so many different factors that go into why you might have low self-esteem or low self-worth. But regardless of what it is, we can change that today. So let's dive in. The first way that you can raise your self-esteem is to sleep with confidence-boosting self-affirmations at night. Sometimes they're called sleeping subliminals. Sometimes they're called sleeping affirmations. But the reason why we want to do this is because we want to change the story about ourselves. So if all day long we are thinking, I'm stupid, I'm fat, um... I'm broke. Nothing ever works out for me. Nobody loves me. Everybody, I'm always abandoned. I'm too thin. I'm too tall. I'm too short. You know, I'm unlucky, blah, 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 blah. If that is what is on our replay subconsciously, and those are what our thoughts are, then our life has no choice but to reflect that to us. So if your subconscious is rooted in low self-esteem, if your subconscious is rooted in self-limiting beliefs, if your subconscious is rooted in I'm not worthy, I'm not good enough, 
I need to show and prove my worth in order for me to be valuable or loved, then of course you're going to be exhausted all day. Of course you're not going to feel good about yourself. Of course things are not going to work out for you. We see this all the time. You can see people who make a ton of money, say they're a celebrity or an athlete or just whatever, but yet they're still not happy. Yet they still don't feel good about themselves. Yet they're still chasing something. Because remember, it's not about the money. It's not about the relationship. It's not about the career. It's not about the car. All of those things are great, but it's always about how do I actually feel about me? How do I actually regard myself? That's why you can have the money and not be happy. You could not have the money and actually be happy. You could have the money and be happy, or you could not have the money and not be happy, right? Because circumstances don't matter. It's really just about how you feel about yourself. So if you are on this loop of I'm not good enough, nothing works out for me, you know, I have to prove my love, I have to prove that I'm lovable, I have to prove my worth, I have to do all this stuff, then of course you're holding yourself in low regard and low self-esteem and you're not going to feel good about yourself. So one way to correct that or one way to change that you could either create your own sleeping affirmations on what are, whatever it is that you want, like I am worthy, I am valuable, I am confident, I'm secure who, in who I am, I'm comfortable in my own skin, you know, every day I wake up feeling happier and stronger, you know, whatever it is, or you can find some, um, if you, you can find some on YouTube, but make sure it's from a content creator that you trust. <laughs> you know, if you're going to be listening to their subliminal messaging or their sleeping affirmations at night, listen to the whole thing. Make sure you know what they're saying and make sure it's from a content creator that you trust. You could um, buy them. I'm sure they're probably on Audible or Amazon or whatever, or you can make your own. But when we're sleeping, I think it's in the, I want to say it's the beta state, but maybe it's a different state. But when we're sleeping, our subconscious mind is open and our conscious mind is shut down. So we have less blockages. So we have less resistance because if you're feeling throughout the day, I'm not worthy, I'm not good enough. And then all of a sudden you're saying, I'm confident, I'm secure. I love myself. You might have more resistance to that in your waking hour because your conscious mind is going to be like, what do you mean you love yourself? You're, you need to lose weight. What do you mean you're confident? You don't have this amount of money. What do you mean you're good enough? You know, you just got that bad review, right? So when you're sleeping, you have less resistance to a new story about yourself. You have less resistance to changing the way you think and feel about yourself. And we really have to start learning that it's not, oh, I believe it when I see it. It's, no, I, when I see it, I believe it. That's the incorrect way. We have to think about, I believe it, then I see it. So you have to change your beliefs. And once you start changing your beliefs about who you are, once you start changing your belief about how you regard yourself, then you will see those changes in yourself and in the world and in everything else, right? So sleeping affirmations is a good way to raise your self-esteem. It's literally just while you sleep, you pop on, you pop it on, those affirmations that are raising up your self-concept. I am enough. Everything always works out in my favor. You know, um, I'm, I'm a winner. I'm confident. Whatever, you know, whatever it is, do those sleeping affirmations. That's one way to raise your self-esteem. And it's literally at night. And you will start to think differently throughout your day. And when you think differently, you act differently. And when you act differently, you get different results. Okay. Another way to raise your self-esteem is through self-talk. So this is similar to sleeping affirmations, but it's a step up from it, right? This is really about having a loving mental lifestyle. This is really about being mindful and conscious about the way you talk to yourself. So if throughout your day, you notice that you're saying really negative things about yourself, you're saying unkind things about yourself, Sorry, guys, <laughs> we had a little technical difficulty. And you might have been saying these things about yourself for so long that you're not even aware of that they're even negative, right? So let's do an inventory. And this is another way to see if you have low self-esteem. Do an inventory. Write down 
the thoughts you're thinking throughout the day. Because if it's been normalized for you to speak unkindly to yourself, to put yourself down, to not think you're good enough, you might not even have the awareness that what you're saying is unkind and unloving and is rooted in low self-esteem and low self-worth. So do an inventory. You know, throughout your day, write down the thoughts you have about yourself. You walk by the mirror and you're picking yourself apart. You know, do you forget something and you say, oh my God, I'm so stupid. Of course I forgot this. I always forget this or nothing works out for me. Or, you know, people like me don't get this. You know, like I'll never get ahead. I'll never have enough. You know, my mom was right. My sister was right. My dad was right. My ex-boyfriend was right about me. Blah, 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 right? Whatever it is. Do an inventory, right? And then review that. And if those are not things that you would say to your best friend or a things you would say to a child that you loved, then those are not things that you should be saying to yourself because you should love yourself first and you should love yourself the most. And the person you speak the kindest to should be yourself. So if you find that throughout your day, you're saying these unkind things to yourself, again, there's probably on autopilot. You're probably not even aware of it. You probably just on default consciously be mindful to change the way you speak to yourself. Hold yourself in higher regard. Have a higher esteem for yourself. So now if you walk past the mirror and you start picking yourself apart, at first it might feel weird and might feel whatever, but instead of you know, being like, oh, I need to like lose these love handles or I need to grow five inches or I need to you know, get a snatched waist block, whatever limiting beliefs are going on in your mind, you just look and say, you know what? Take a deep breath. I love myself. I accept myself. I am beautifully and woefully made. Wow, I look good today. Ooh, look at me. Oh, I'm so hot. If it's hard to go from being hypercritical of yourself to these new affirmations that are rooted in confidence, then you can do middle of the way. You could then look at yourself and say, you know what? I'm learning to love myself. I am learning how to accept myself unconditionally. I'm open to believing that I am sexy and attractive and hot. I am open to believing that I am confident and worthy. You know, I am like every day I'm loving myself a little bit more and a little bit more. Every day I'm discovering new things about myself. You know, I am open to believing that I'm confident. I'm open to believing that I'm a winner. I am learning to know that everything works out in my favor. So if you can't go from really low self-esteem to those high esteem affirmations go the middle of the way and just say you're open to learning every day i'm learning a little bit more right because that might be an easier transition but some people say that the tense doesn't matter but i don't believe that i believe the tense you speak really matters so what you want to say is you always want to put it in either the present or the past. Either it is happening now, like I am worthy, I am confident, you know, I am open to learning how to love myself or, you know, like I'm, I am open for abundance to flow into my life. I am open to blah, 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 or I am. Put it in the present or the past or like, isn't it wonderful how high my self-esteem is? Isn't it wonderful that I am so cool and confident? Isn't it wonderful how secure I am in my own skin? Isn't it wonderful how comfortable I am? Isn't it wonderful that I trust myself, right? So you either want to put it in the present or the past because that tells your mind, your subconscious mind, that it is, that this is who you be, this is who you are. And when you get into that state of being, that place of, I am worthy, I am confident, I love myself, I accept myself, I give myself grace. When that is who you be, then that is when everything changes for you. That is where you start making decisions based on your worth and value, rather than trying to prove your worth and value. And those are two very different places energetically. When you make decisions based on your intrinsic worth and value, that's high self-esteem. When you make your decisions based on trying to prove that you are worthy and valuable, that is low self-esteem. Because you're trying to get something from outside of yourself. Because you don't think that you're enough. But when you say it in the future tense, I will be confident. 
I will learn. I will whatever, blah, 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 blah. That's placing it outside of you. That's saying that that's putting you in lack state. If you say, I will be confident, that's affirming that you're not confident right now. And even though you may not feel confident in that moment, remember what we're, we're not lying to ourselves. We're not being delusional. We're not doing any of that. We are consciously deciding to shift our state of being. So if you want to shift your state of being from low self-esteem to high self-esteem, how you do that is by saying, that is who I am. I am confident. I'm secure in who I am. I am worthy. I am valuable. Every day my self-esteem gets higher and higher and higher. You know, blah, blah, blah. You be it. And that creates the shift. But if you keep saying will, that is to A, it's putting it out of your being. And B, it's keeping you stuck in the same position of not having it. So if you want to consciously make a shift, you have to consciously decide this is who I be. And you keep repeating it and you keep repeating it until you actually feel that shift internally where it becomes natural to be like, of course, everything works out for me. Of course, everything works out in my favor. Of course, I don't have to do anything to get respect. I don't have to do anything to be loved. I already know what my value is. Right? And when we shift, from low self-esteem to high self-esteem, then we're able to do all those great things, right? We're able to have healthy boundaries with people because we now hold ourselves in a high regard. And we know that we can protect our energy, protect our space, protect our own well-being. But when we're operating from low self-esteem and we are people-pleasing everybody and everybody else comes first and we everybody else matters, but we don't, we have a hard time making those healthy boundaries, right? But when you shift in that being of I hold myself in a high regard, my well-being matters, then you're able to say no to people. Then you're able to ask for a raise. Then you're able to ask for what you need and you want in your relationship. Then you start taking care of yourself holistically, mind, body, soul, spirit, all of that. You start eating better. You start exercising. You start meditating. You start journaling. You start putting yourself out there. You start caring about how you feel because you hold yourself in a high regard. And that's the essence of self-esteem. It's esteem of yourself. It's a regard of who you are. It's a trusting and knowing of who you are and putting that first. Another way that another thing that you can do to raise your self-esteem is to keep tiny promises to yourself. Keep tiny promises to yourself. Because what that tells you to yourself is that you are worthy, that you are deserving, and that you are capable, and that you can trust yourself. Might sound silly, but it's true. If you can keep tiny promises to yourself, if you can keep your word to yourself, that doesn't, that builds self-esteem, it builds self-trust, it builds self-confidence, all of those things. Because usually we very much will keep our promises and keep our word to everybody else. But then when it comes to the things that we want to do for ourselves, well, that's negotiable. You know, I really wanted to go for this run this morning, but my friend needs me to do this, this, and this, and this, and this. So I'm going to keep my word to my friend. I'm going to make sure my friend's okay, and I'm just going to skip my run. That's not putting yourself in high regard and high self-esteem. If you make those little promises, like today I'm, today I'm going to go for a run. Today I'm going to eat a little bit better. Today I'm going to drink a little bit more water. You know what? Today I'm going to pitch five new clients for my business. Uh, today I'm going to take a nap if I need to rest. You know, today I'm going to reach out to a friend for support. You know, today I'm going to read a book. You know, today I'm going to go for a walk. Whatever the case is, you know, today I'm going to treat myself to some new clothes. Whatever it is, make those little promises to yourself and keep them. Keep them. That is showing yourself that you are important, that you matter, and that you can trust yourself to be there for yourself. 
And that will 100% increase your self-esteem. Because then you know no matter what, I got me. And no matter what, I can prioritize myself. Because I hold myself in a high esteem. And again, we're not talking about doing this to the detriment or to the disregard of anybody else. None of that stuff. We're just talking about when you make a promise to yourself and on that in, and in that intuition, in that heart space, you know that it would be abandoning yourself. You know that it would be letting yourself down if you did not follow through. Follow through on that promise to yourself. Follow through on that promise. Another way to increase your self-esteem is to go to therapy or get a life coach or get a counselor, get someone to help you through it, right? Because again, usually we have self low self-esteem rooted in things people have said about us in the past that we've internalized. Maybe it's little trauma, maybe it's big trauma. Who knows? We don't want to dwell on those things because we don't want to give the past power. We don't want to dwell on it, but it could be helpful to have an understanding of where did these beliefs come from that we weren't good enough? Where did the beliefs come from that we weren't valuable, that we weren't lovable, that we weren't worthy, that we had to prove ourselves in order to get anything, right? That our needs don't matter. Where did those beliefs come from? Again, we don't want to dwell there. We don't want to live there. But sometimes it's helpful just to have an understanding of where they came from. So when you're unpacking that stuff, it might be a good idea to have someone to walk you through it, you know, so you're not going on it. You're not going through the process alone. Another way to raise your self-esteem is representation matters. Okay. Representation matters. If you see you have low self-esteem in an area of your life, maybe you think, People who look like me don't get the things I want. Then find someone who looks like you who has what you want. Maybe you are 45, single, never been married. And you're like, you know what? Women my age don't get married. Women my age don't find love. I'm sure if you could find plenty of women who are 45 and 45 plus who are getting married for the first time, who are finding their true love and their happily ever after, right? Maybe you, maybe you are, maybe in your mind you think you are overweight and you're like, women who look like me don't get magazine covers. Women who look like me don't get brand campaigns. Go out there and find a woman who looks like you who has what you want. Maybe you think, I'm stuck in this dead-end job. I've been in this dead-end job for so long. I don't have this degree. I don't have these connections. People like me never get wealthy. People like me don't get rich. Find someone who has been stuck in a dead-end job. Find someone who doesn't have the quote-unquote qualifications or the network, who found a way to make the money, to become wealthy, to get the success. Representation matters because if you are rooted in low self-esteem that there's something about you that makes it impossible for you to get what you want, that makes it impossible for you to live a happy, healthy, successful life, I can promise you there is someone out there, probably multiple people out there, who've had your same exact circumstances and have overcome, overcome them and is living the life that you want to live. I don't mean in a jealous way. I don't mean in that way. I mean, you, you, it's easy to be like, wow, you know, this person has the life I want. You know, they have, you know, the cars and the relationships and the career. And that's great. We're not talking about comparison and we're not talking about jealousy. We're talking about blueprint, blueprints, role models, and representation. The healthy version of all of those things. Because if you're in rooted and low self-esteem, it might be hard to go from believing your whole life that people like you or you, whatever your circumstances is, can't get what you want. It might be hard to just switch to, well, of course I can get what I want. Of course, everything happens in my favor. Of course, I'm going to be successful. I am successful. You know, of course, I'm good. Of course, I am bored, whatever it is, right? That might be hard. So look to someone who has your quote unquote circumstances Whatever it is in your mind that you believe makes you 
unworthy or unable or whatever and find someone who's done it and let their example be a light for you. Let their example be a blueprint for you. Let their example be something that lights a fire inside of you and say, if they can do it, so can I. If they can look like this and get that, so can I. If they could not have gone to this school and get that, so can I. If they could not have the connections and still make it, so can I. And you can. You can. If no one in your life has ever told you that you can get what you want, well, I am here to tell you that you can. You can. You can be happy. You can find love. You can find success. You can find wealth. You can find whatever it is. And those things look and feel different for every person. What one person may think is wealth might be different for somebody else. What somebody thinks is success might be different from somebody else. So whatever it is that you want, you can have it simply because you're here, because you are intrinsically worthy, you're intrinsically valuable, and you are intrinsically deserving of the vision that you have for your life. So if you can't see it for yourself, get a person who has your limiting beliefs that you have of why you can't get what you want, who's done it. Whether it's a celebrity, whether it's an actor, musician, athlete, whether it's somebody in your own community. It doesn't have to be these big flashy people. It could be somebody in your own community. It could be the single mom down the street who started her own business and now she's thriving. That's huge. That's huge. It could be the single dad who rose the ranks in corporate America. Now he's a big CEO, but he didn't even have a college degree or whatever it is. That's huge. It doesn't even have to be these big celebrity names. Sometimes it's people down the street. (laughs) You know what I mean? Sometimes it's that close to home. So look to people who you think have these limiting beliefs that you have, who've done it. Representation matters. I just touched on it a little bit, but another way to raise your self-esteem is to visualize. If you can't, and don't make visualizing daunting. Don't think, oh, I can't see it perfectly, or I don't know how to visualize. It's okay. Just when you get quiet and still and you just think about those things your mind will naturally show you pictures or images or words of what it is you're affirming so visualize and you can also do this through a vision board of your life because before the world can see it the mind has to imagine it you have to have a vision for your life and again we're not visualizing a scene because we need this scene to play out. And if this particular scene doesn't play out, then we didn't get what we want. It's not that. The point of visualizing isn't to recreate this exact scene. The point of visualizing is to get in that feeling, that being space, that seeing yourself, being confident, having self-esteem, being healthy, having the career you want, having the life you want, having the relationship that you want. It's making it real for you internally. So then when you start to feel, I'm not good enough, I'm not worthy, nothing works out for me, you have an anchor. Now you have an anchor. Now you can say, no, 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 no. I saw myself wealthy. Mm -mm. I saw myself happy. Mm -mm. I saw myself confident. Mm -mm. I saw myself with a high regard. I can see this for me. So all of these beliefs that telling me I'm not good enough, I'm never going to make it, I'm a failure, I'm this, I'm that, you are lies. And you have no power here because now I know who I be. That's why we do the sleeping affirmations. That's why we do the loving self-talk with our new affirmations. That's why we start to create those healthy boundaries. We start saying no. That's That's why we keep our promises to ourselves. 
That's why we see people living the life that we know we can have. That's why we see it for ourselves. Put it in your phone. Put your, you know, make your phone. Like on my phone, the background on my phone is my vision board. So when I'm on my phone, it goes off. I see what I'm creating because it anchors you. It's a good reminder. Write your affirmations in your phone. I am worthy. I am enough. I am valuable. I am always holding myself in a high regard. I know I'm always getting what I want. I know that everything is always working out in my favor. I am so comfortable in my own skin. Every day in every way, I'm getting happier and healthier and more secure in who I am, right? Write them down. Say them to yourself throughout the day whenever you need to. Repeat it, repeat it, repeat it, repeat it. Until that becomes your normal, until that becomes natural to you, until that becomes how you be. That's how you shift from low self-worth and self-esteem to high self-worth and high self-esteem. No one to change but self. So we're not trying to get someone outside of us to tell us that we're worthy and deserving. We don't need the ex to tell us we're good enough. We don't need our critical parents to tell us that we're good enough. We don't need our critical siblings to tell us that we're good enough. We don't need Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, whatever, to tell us that we're good enough. We don't need our boss to tell us that we're good enough. We know we are good enough. And anything outside of us that doesn't reflect that, we don't have to take in. We don't have to take it in. Because we're no longer seeking how we feel about us from anything outside of us. So if the relationship isn't working out, okay, that's cool. We'll deal with it. But I still feel good about me. Boss is acting funny. Okay, we'll deal with that. But I still feel good about me. Parents are being critical. Okay, we'll deal with that. I still feel good about me. Siblings are being haters. That's okay. We'll work it out. I still feel good about me. That is having a high regard for yourself. That you just don't let anything, anybody's opinions, anybody's judgments break down that border you have for how you feel about you. Right? That doesn't mean that we're not human, though. I want to clarify that. Having high self-esteem doesn't mean that nothing affects you, that nothing hurts you, that nothing gets you down. Because we want to make sure that when we're doing the work to get high self-esteem, that we're not thinking it means that somehow we are no longer human beings. You can have high self-esteem and still have hurt feelings. You can have high self-esteem and still sometimes be bothered by rejection or criticism or whatever. We're still human beings. The difference is when you have high self-esteem and you someone hurts your feelings or says something nasty or you get criticized or you get judged, A, you have compassion for yourself and you give yourself the space to allow yourself to feel hurt because you are no longer denying your humanity. You are no longer denying your feelings. You are validating who you are. And you can say, you know what? When that person said that to me, it really hurt. I'm going to allow myself to feel that hurt, but I know and trust I'm going to get through the hurt. I'm not going to deny it. I'm not going to numb it. I'm not going to be push it down. I'm not going to pretend that nothing ever bothers me. Nope, I'm going to honor myself. And the way I honor myself is to honor how I feel and I validate how I feel. I don't have to explain why I feel the way I feel. I don't have to dismiss the way I feel the way I feel. This is just how I feel. And you work through it and you can say, you know what, that hurt, but I am still worthy. I am still enough. I am still secure in who I am. I am still blessed and highly favored. I still know that everything always works out in my favor. I still have a high regard of me, regardless of what anyone else says or does or thinks. So it's not that you become not human but it's that you are able to navigate your emotions in a healthy way where you validate how you feel, 
you feel how you feel, and then you reaffirm your your own self-worth. And trust me, I had to do this a couple weeks ago myself. <laughs> so I am speaking from personal, personal experience. I had to go through someone that I love very, very, very dearly. They did not mean any harm, but what they said to me was extremely hurtful. I mean, extremely hurtful. And, and I know that they love me and I love them. And I had to do exactly what I'm telling you guys to do. I had to allow myself to feel the hurt. I had to allow myself to be pissed off and angry. I had to allow myself to feel it. But I did not allow myself to get lost in it. Just because I feel hurt does not mean I'm a hurt person. Just because I allow myself to feel anger does not make me an angry person. Because it's not who I be. It's not where I land. It's though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Not though I sit here and wallow, pitch my tent, and this is who I become. So I can walk through my pain. I can walk through my hurt. I can walk through my anger. I can walk through it. But I'm not going to stay in it, right? And the way you don't stay in it is allowing yourself to walk through it. It's validating and acknowledging it and letting it and ride that wave. But we stay stuck in it when we deny it when we pretend it doesn't exist, when we numb, when we deflect and all of those things. Just because you are denying an emotion doesn't mean it's not there. It's still there. It comes out some way. Right? And then I had to work through all of that. And then I had to say, you know what? Uh Uh-uh. That's not true about me. Uh Uh-uh. Because I'm the authority of who I am. And nobody outside of me is the authority of who I am. So somebody's comment does not have the power to define my self-worth, my self-confidence, my value, my success, who I be, right? So when you have high self-esteem, it's not about nothing ever not bothering you. It's not about you know, being above it all, all the time. It's about holding compassionate space for yourself to work through your emotions, to validate yourself, and to then reaffirm your intrinsic value and your intrinsic self-worth to yourself. That is the essence of loving yourself. That is the essence of taking care of yourself. It's holding compassionate space for who you are because you hold who you are in such high regard you allow yourself to be okay hey Kamiko hey sweetheart how are you okay let's see what else okay here's another big one on us how to have high self-esteem okay you guys we got to really let go and this goes into what I had to work through myself because I'm telling you guys I'm with you on this journey I'm with you on this journey. As much as I am explaining it to you, I'm living it myself. And so this was another big key about high, having high self-esteem. We really got to let go of living in the space of trying to be what other people want us to be or trying to live our lives up to the expectations of other people or having our identity who we are, who we be, how we feel, tied into what other people think of us, what other people want from us, and what other people expect from us. You will never have high self-esteem. I know that's a big word to say never, but I believe it. You will never have high self-esteem as long as you are operating from a place of, I need to be, do, act, have, for somebody else's expectations for multiple reasons. The first reason is, like we said before, we're talking about intrinsic value and worth. You don't have to be, do, provide, show, prove for anybody to be worthy and to be valuable and to be lovable. No, you already are. So you don't need to live up to anybody else's expectations. And when you think you have to, there is always a gap. There is always a lack because then you're always 
chasing the next thing, chasing the next thing, chasing the next thing. And plus, people's opinions, expectations, thoughts, whatever, goalposts, those are always changing. It's like, oh, wow, you graduated from college? Well, what's the next big job? Oh, you got this really great job? Well, why aren't you married yet? Oh, you're married now? Why don't you have the, a kid yet? Oh, you have a kid? Why don't you have the big house yet? Oh, you have a big house? Why don't you have, you know, the vacation home? Oh, you have the vacation home? Why don't you have the test? You know what I mean? It's just like, as long as you are on this rat race, on this hamster wheel, trying to continuously get your value and your worth and your validation from all of these things that people think that you should be, do or have, you will always be exhausted. You will always be disconnected from your own intuition and you will never feel good about good enough about yourself. So what we have to start doing, doing is redefining it, redefining and getting clear on what is it, the things that we want. And when do we want them? And how do we want them? Making yourself your own guide point. Making what you expect of yourself enough. And a lot of times people will have these expectations and they mean well. But the road to hell is paved with good intentions. So people can have the well-meaning Society can even be well-meaning. That's a whole nother conversation. Now, a lot of that is usually just based on um, capitalism and commerce, right? <laughs> Buy the house, get the da, 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 right? Whatever. Anyway, that's a whole other conversation. But when we get clear on what is it that I actually want for my life and how do I define happiness? How do I define success? Because those definitions should be unique and individual to all of us. So one person's definition of success may be different than yours. But as long as you're operating under success has to be what this person expects from me, you're never going to feel fulfilled. You're never going to feel fulfilled. Even if you do the thing, even if you get the thing that they expect, you're still not going to be fulfilled. That goes back to what I was saying before about there's celebrities and all these people who have all the things, who've gotten all of the things, but they still don't even feel fulfilled. I'm not saying all celebrities like that. I'm not, I'm not um, villainizing or demonizing that at all, but I'm just giving um, an example because maybe they were doing it to make their family happy. Maybe they were doing it to prove their worth to their agent. Maybe they were doing it because they thought I need to do all these things in order to be valuable and worthy of a person. And so none of that's going to feel the whole inside of you. So get your journal out and write down, what does it look and feel like for me to feel successful? Not for anybody else and not to get anything else, but just for me. What does success look like for me? And a way you can do this is ask yourself a couple of questions. If I knew that I was unconditionally loved, if I knew I was unconditionally accepted, if I knew I was unconditionally validated, if I actually knew that I was enough, if I actually knew that I was worthy, if I actually knew that I was deserving, what would success actually look and feel like for me? And then let that be your guiding point. Let that be your North Star. Not anybody else's expectations, not society's timelines, but what does that actually look and feel like for you? Because remember, this is your life. This is your one unique, precious life like this. Not Instagrams, not your parents, not your friends, not societies, not bogus timelines, but your life. And when you really work on your self-esteem, when you really work on the way in which you regard yourself, when you know who you are, then you're able to operate from a place of, well, what is it 
that I actually want. And that is true high self-esteem. When you operate from a place of, what is it that I actually want? And then you think thoughts that reaffirm that, you speak words that reaffirm that, you take action that reaffirm that. That is how you change your life. That is how you create a life of your dreams. Sure, all of this stuff is great. Those are byproducts. But when you truly love yourself, know your worth, and you hold yourself in high regard, you think about what is it that I want? How do I feel? And my well-being is my best and first priority. So I'm only going to think thoughts that reaffirm that. I'm only going to speak words that reaffirm that. I'm I'm only going to associate with people that reaffirm that. I'm only going to take action that reaffirm that, right? And when you think and speak and associate and act from a place of your worthiness and your well-being and how you feel about you and who you be, your life has no choice but to reflect that back to you. And that is why working on your self-esteem is so important. That is why doing the work on self-love is so important. That's why taking care of yourself is so important. That's why caring about how you feel is so important because this is your one life and you deserve to be happy. So there you have it. That is our episode today on how to raise your self-esteem. And as always, you guys, if you need more support, you can book some one-on-one coaching. You can grab the Create Your Dream Life course that's linked below. We have also have the self-care journal. You can pick up some merch if you want. And join me on Instagram at Candy Washington. Join our Facebook group. And yeah, reach out if you have any questions. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share this with a friend. And as always, I love you guys. Take care of yourselves and each other. Bye. Welcome to Sugar Pills, a practical guide to self-care, where your host, writer, actor, and producer, Candy Washington, helps you live a more joyful life with a cheeky dash of pop culture news. Be sure to subscribe, leave a five-star review, and join the conversation on Instagram at Candy Washington. Let's go.